Are you currently pregnant and want to stay active during your pregnancy, uh, but you're not sure which routine to do? Or, uh, or you're wondering, uh, should I join the gym? Or what do I need to buy for at-home workouts? Maybe it's none of this. Maybe you're like, I just want to see what workouts Tanya's doing at home and at the gym. Well, you came to the right place. So welcome to the show and congratulations if you are pregnant. So glad that you are here. So today, that's exactly what I'm going to do with you today. I'm going to share my current workout routine and I will break it down to at home workout and the gym workout because I do both. So be sure to bring out a pen and pencil to write down the exercises and the sets and reps. But before we begin, I do want you to ask and check in with your doctor before starting any new workout routine because they know you best and I want to make sure that they clear you before you start any new activity. It's very important. Don't want you to hurt yourself. Um, as much as we want to stay healthy and fit, I also want to make sure you are healthy enough to work out. So be sure to clear it with your doctor. All right, awesome. Let's begin. All right, so I am currently 16 weeks pregnant, and I've made it a priority to purposefully be fit and active, obviously pre-pregnancy and especially during my pregnancy. And I say purposefully because if you're pregnant or you've been pregnant, you know your energy isn't always there. Uh, So I move on purpose to stay active. So I'm going to break down my first 12 weeks what my routine is, and what I've been doing the last four weeks, okay? So, first 12 weeks, I really mainly just focused on moving on purpose. Again, um, a lot of people aren't used to, if you're not one of my clients, you're not probably used to hearing that. A lot of people say, oh, well, I exercise three times a week, or, you know, I worked out. I like to use moving on purpose, because you actually get more out of your day if you switch your vocabulary to moving on purpose over exercising because you can exercise and still like end up your day at like three or four thousand steps right even though you exercise so it's great to do both exercise and move on purpose but my first 12 weeks I'm like just move just get up and move (laughs) whatever that means to you for me it means different things like going for a walk or deep cleaning my house or my car but my my biggest goal was just to get as many steps as I could for that day um, I, I focused on that more than actually like weight training, you know, because maybe I'm just paranoid, you know, first pregnancy, you just want to be cautious of a miscarriage. So you don't want to overexert your body. So I just focused on staying active throughout the day. Um, and I did some lightweight training, which I'll talk about it later. But my biggest thing the first 12 weeks is move on purpose, get in your steps, do not sit on your booty all day long, Tanya. Okay. <laughs> Now, I know there's some women who could like run eight miles a day and while they're pregnant and they're totally fine. Or I've seen people like do CrossFit until they're like eight or nine months pregnant. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Uh, My body's like, no, you're taking it easy. So even though I've been working out the last five years, I just could tell from my body like I needed to use less weights. Um, And instead of training, you know, like six or seven days a week, I really cut that in half. So everything, everybody's different, but just listening to your body is super, super important. Luckily, I found out I was pregnant uh, the first week of August. So I was able to get in, I was already walking, but I really made it on purpose. Like, okay, now you're pregnant. 
you got to make sure you're getting your walks daily. And it's warm outside, so take advantage of it. So that was like my typical routine was walking in the morning and in the evening. Now it's a little bit cooler. It's October, a little rainy and kind of gloomy out there. So if you've been following me for a while, you know I am not a fan of being cold. Like I like to be warm and almost borderline hot at all times. So (laughs) I always tell my husband, if you ever buy me a sweater, I will get its money's worth out of it because I wear it all the time. Doesn't matter what season. I like to be warm. Literally wearing a hoodie right now. Um, Anyway, so my first 12 weeks, like I said, I focused on at least getting 10,000 steps a day. Um, Some days I would even hit 15 because I would aim to walk at least three to four miles per day. So my schedule would look like, okay, I wake up, um, 30 to 45 minute walk outside. And, uh, and then again in the evening, I would do the same thing about 30, 45 minute walk before or after dinner. And I absolutely loved it. Um, I would turn on my favorite audiobook or podcast and I would just listen to it. Um, I probably would say I listened to like 30 books the past 12 weeks and it is awesome. <laughs> it's just a great way to start my day and end my day. And so I, by taking it easy, like my, just to give you perspective, my one mile time was anywhere from like 17 minute miles to 22 minute miles. So I was not walking at a fast pace. That wasn't a, you know, I didn't care. It was more of, I'm moving on purpose and I would at least try to get in minimum an hour of walking a day. But because it's so beautiful, I actually walked out more. So it was great. Now, when it comes to weight training, I did do low impact. Um, I did focus more on my upper body. Uh, And um, the reason why is I've been working hard on my physique. So there's no way that I'm just going to quit weight training because I'm pregnant. So I don't care if I have to pull out those five pound dumbbells. Um, I'm going to do something, some resistance training, some bands or whatever. Um, just And it's in my nervous system. Like I am so used to lifting weights that it's it just feels unnatural not to do anything. So I would do a couple of reps here and there. Um, again, I'll, I'll share with you my routine later in the show. So let's fast forward week 12 through 16. So I actually, uh, after my first 12 weeks, um, I actually started going back to the gym on a consistent basis because I could lift a little bit heavier um, than I would at home. Um, And by a little bit more, it's like 10 pounds more. So it wasn't anything crazy. Um, But I absolutely just love going to the gym. And now that it's cooler, I'm kind of forced to go there now. Like while it's nice out outside, I'm out there instead of the gym. And now that it's cooler, I'm like, all right, going back to the gym. Um, And and the reason why it's it's so different to go to the gym than working out at home. I mean, I understand like at home, you feel more comfortable. um, You know, you get to wear whatever you want. You get to look whatever you want. You don't care. Uh, But when you actually go to the gym, you're more focused. Okay, there's no distractions. Um, You're going to work harder. Uh, You're going to push yourself harder than you would at home. Um, And this is an observation uh, as someone who's done both, worked out at home and at the gym, and I want to go over why you'd push yourself harder at the gym. Number one, um, environment. The energy at the gym is unbelievably motivating and uplifting. I mean, everyone there is there to improve themselves. 
for health reasons, aesthetic reasons, like they want to look better, uh, but ultimately feel better uh, physically and just mentally about themselves. Uh, That is a great atmosphere to be around. Like everyone's there for themselves to look better and feel better. You know, there's no one there complaining or gossiping uh, or judging you. Um, Not that I've ever experienced that. Um, And now I'm sure some people judge you, but they don't say it. So you really don't know, right? It's just in our own head. Uh, (laughs) um, But every time I go there, it's all about PRs or it's all about... um, getting the workout done. Uh, so it's it's literally everyone's there to be healthier and stronger. And I love that environment. I love surrounding my people. Even though I don't even know any of these people that I go to the gym with, they might look familiar, but we all have the same end goal and that is to be healthier. I mean, think about it. how many people in your house right now exert the same energy? Probably not a lot, right? Or consistently. Mm, you know, your spouse might be in it for like a week or two and then give up. Or go back to his old habits. Or your kids, you know. I mean, if you're lucky enough, you might just have one person living with you who, who's actually, like, consistently caring about their health. So be thankful. If you have one person in your house that is uh, active and eats right, praise the Lord. Because that's so rare to find. But literally, you always have that rock to lean on when you go to the gym. Everybody's there to be healthy. And um, I love that. Um, I have both, so I'm very lucky. My house, husband is very cautious of, of, of working out and, and eating healthy. So I just want to encourage those that if you circle yourself with action takers, if you circle yourself with people who are really working on themselves to be healthier, it lights a fire in you. Um, and I can't tell you how many times I'll go to the gym and I'm like, I don't have any energy. And I'm like, I walk in and I'm like, ugh, I don't want to be here. But then you see people like crushing it and like sprinting on the treadmill or like doing heavy lifting and their energy, it just like exerts onto you. It's so cool to see that. And you're like, okay, I'm getting pumped up. Like the music's good and you feel all these people working hard. What's great about our minds is if they see you something happening, your body actually thinks you're doing it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like you just automatically get energy to do it. You don't get that at home, right? If nobody's working out, if nobody's moving, if everyone's sitting down, obviously you're not going to have the energy to get up and work out when there's no energy being exposed in your house. So it's a lot harder to work out at home. So a lot of people ask me, why is it harder? Well, because nobody else is. You ever like somebody starts working out and you're like, you get this like boost of energy to start working out. Because you're seeing them work out. So it's funny how our brains work. So I have to purposely trick my brain into thinking it's working out by looking at others. And then it's like, boom, let's go. I'm ready to work out. Energy is so important. Like I said, when you are, that's number two, energy. When I'm at the gym and I see people pushing themselves harder, my like I said, my brain just flips a switch. And I notice I'm working harder but I'm not mentally trying to work harder. I just there to like I get into the groove. I you know I'll aim for that higher rep, or instead of four sets, I'll do five. Uh, if I'm on the treadmill and somebody's like walking next to me, I don't know if this has ever happened to you before, but you're like, okay, I'll just do a mile, or I'll just walk for twenty minutes, and then before you know it, you're there for like forty five minutes or like three miles later. Your body will mirror the person next to you. 
before you know it, you'll be going at the same speed or the same distance as that person without even realizing it. So if you're at home, you, you, you have nothing motivating you. There's nobody next to you to push you. But I don't know about you, but I'm like mentally competitive at the gym. And so if somebody is walking and they were there before I got there, um, I'm like, I can't get off before them. That's embarrassing. Like at least do 30 minutes. Show that you've put in some time. I don't know if anybody else goes through that. Um, but energy is super important. So I want to give you an example. Okay, I'm going to give you two examples. One, um, with one of my clients. So she, she's been working out at home for a long time. And so I invited her to one of my fitness classes. Um, we did a dance fitness in Sedalia. And I said, hey, come on. Come on out. We're going to do dance, um, Latin dance, hip-hop dance, and pound. And she's not used to working out with like... I know, 30 or 40 other women uh, that came, I believe. And afterward, she goes, oh my gosh, Tanya, I cannot believe how much more calories I burned in your workout than in my workout at home. And I go, why? She goes, well, the person next to me was like crushing it. I'm over here dying, but I don't want her to see that I'm like barely breathing. So I kept going. I go, exactly. You push yourself because the energy around you keeps going. And so you kind of break your own limiting beliefs. Um, and so it's so important to work around, work out around other people. You push yourself harder than you would by yourself at home. Like at home, you think you're doing good enough. You get yourself in a class. Oh, good golly. You're going to be like, I was a slacker at home. <laughs> but also think of it as a, a, in the opposite direction. Have you ever been around like a party pooper? Like you're having a good time and then somebody, just their negative energy. And it's like, boom, within a second, like all of your good energy is just zapped away. And you're feeling like unhappy and annoyed just by being around that person. Like they don't really have to say anything. They just like suck all the good energy out of the room. Okay. That applies everywhere. And so if you're around people who are working out, you're going to push harder to work out. And if you're around people who don't like to work out and who aren't active, like at home or friends, you're, it's going to be harder for you to be active. Does that make sense? So physically surrounding yourself with people who push you harder, not just on social media. I know people think that's a part of a community. Yeah, that's great. But we are created for physical contact. We're created to actually see people, not through a screen. Because first off, come on now. How many people are actually being honest? Right? How many people are just faking it or lying or just showing how great they are, but they're really not? Now, when you actually go to a gym, you actually see, or to a class, you actually see the true side of people. And I tell you what, you're, you're so much more uplifted around being next to people, being part of that community over an online community. Does that make sense? So I absolutely love the gym. Now, I know there's some cases to work out at home weather-wise, but... Um, I really encourage if you can be part of classes or actually meet with people to work out. It's a totally different vibe. You're going to work harder and push yourself harder than you would just by yourself. Okay. So that's just my uplifting advice for those who are scared of the gym. There's actually more benefits um, to joining. Um, It is a little awkward. I had a client today or this week. She's like, all right, Tanya, I can't can't walk outside I'm like all right you either get a treadmill treadmill or you sign up for the gym and then like within an hour she signed up for the gym and she's like oh I'm a little nervous and I go listen it is intimidating the first two three times you go but then after that it's like you're home like it's just you just love it uh, and you get variety of classes so you're never bored of the same workout routine 
right? You get different um, cardio machines to try. So it's it's really, really awesome. So super excited for her and she is pumped and ready to get started mentally preparing. You are going to feel uncomfortable the first couple of times, but if you walk in with a plan of what you got to do, which I'm going to go over right now, nobody else matters, okay? Because you're laser focused on your routine, right? <laughs> so here's my pregnancy workout schedule. So for the week, my goal is to always train my legs twice a week and my upper body twice a week. So I'll alternate each day. For example, Monday, I'll train my legs. Tuesday, I will train my upper body. Wednesday, I'll usually recover from Monday and Tuesday. So that day I focus more on just getting in my movement, so at least 10,000 steps. Um, Thursday, my husband's usually off, so that's like our day off together. So again, I just focus on my steps. And then Friday, I'll do legs, and Saturday, do upper body, and Sunday, just work on my steps. So I just alternate. Um, Sometimes I will change which day I do which workout, so I'm not very like strict. It's You got to go with the flow. You can't just be, I got to do this today, and I got to do this today. You're going to drive yourself crazy and you're going to feel like a failure. So I've learned to be just be flexible as long as at the end of the week I got my leg workouts or my upper body workouts. I am good. Check mark. Let's go. Um, and my main goal is uh, for each workout uh, for the week is, like I said, four workouts each. And then at least try to hit 70 to 80,000 steps per week. Um, in the winter time, I'll be lucky to hit like 60,000 just because like I say, it's cold. I don't feel like moving. So I force myself to move. So my, I have many goals for weight training and steps per week. Um, I hope that makes sense. Uh, so make up your own rules of what's true for you. Um, and try to keep it as simple as possible. So here is my workout plan at the gym and at home. So if you're ready, bring out a pen and pencil. So I'm going to start off with my gym workout so this is for legs um and just a helpful tip if you are going to the gym and you're like uh how do i know if it's a successful workout if you at least choose six different exercises that is your workout okay so i know there's like 30 machines there do not feel overwhelmed that you have to do them all if you at least do six of them Per whatever body part you want to do, that is a a successful workout, okay? So here are my six for legs. So I start off with leg press. Um, I am not doing standing squat because I don't trust my balance right now. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. It's just so much easier to sit and like push on um, the leg press. So I enjoy it more and I could adjust it a lot easier. So I have to constantly be lifting heavy weights if I were to use a barbell. So I do leg press, five sets of 12. Um, And I would normally do over 200 pounds. And now I'm only lifting about 40 to 60. So I really reduced the amount of weight I put on. But I'm doing five sets, whereas usually I would do like three or four sets. Does that make sense? So I'm trying to make up for it by doing more reps and sets than before. Okay. So leg press is number one, five sets of 12. Number two, seated leg extensions. I do. I will do five sets of 15. And again, I used to do almost 200 pounds and now I'm doing 40 or 50. So at the end of the day, what matters most is your weights, whatever you, what weight you put it on. It's your preference. It's what your body can do. So listen to your body. Number three, single glute extension. Four, seated abductor and adductor machine. So I'll do three times 20. 
Number five, standing good morning. And I will just use my body weight for that. And number six is hip thrust. Um, I will do no weight. Um, and I'll use a bench or a band for that, okay? So that is my leg day that I will just repeat. Um, and at home leg workout, I will do, number one, box squats, five sets of 15, two, squat pulse, three sets of 15. Those are killer after a box squat. <laughs> Failed burn. Number three, I'll do a banded side shuffle, 10 on each side. Or um, if you don't have a band, you could just do them without it or a resistance band, okay? Number four, good mornings, five times 12. Number five, glute bridges, five times 12. And bonus, if you can do this, number six would be lunges, four times eight. And I always recommend, um, if you can't stand extra wall or chair, just to give yourself balance, something to hold on to. But I would just do eight reps on one leg, when you're done, switch the legs. So instead of alternating, just do one leg at a time. It's easier for balance, okay? So that's my leg workout at the gym and at home. Um, at the gym, upper body workout. So when I go, I usually, I like to do two body parts, okay? Because if I'm there, I might as well be working that more than one, all right? So I don't have to make an extra trip just to work something else out. So I've been doing biceps and back. So number one, I'll do bicep curl. 4 times 12 to 15, how many I could do in those reps. Number two, bent over rows using dumbbells. So about 4 times 8 to 10. Um, just, you know, rows are a little bit challenging for certain people. And it depends what weight I use. Number three, hammer curls. I love these. Um, I'll do 4 times 12 to 15. Number four, seated row machine. 4 times 12 to 15. Now, the one I do is with the cable machine. Um, I don't actually put any pressure on my stomach. There are some seated row machines where you like lean up against um, like a pad and then you row it. I don't do those. I do the cable ones. So there's nothing in front of me. And number five, barbell curls. So four times 12 to 15. So notice any exercise that I'm doing, if I'm doing bicep and back, in this exercise alone, I hit my biceps three different ways and my back two different ways. So if I'm going to do biceps, I need to make sure I do two to three different exercises to hit them. Okay. Um, and then the next time I go to the gym, I'll do tricep and shoulders. So again, two to three exercises per muscle group. So number one, I'll do seated arm extension using the machine. So four times 12 shoulder press four times 12. You could either do machine or dumbbells with that. Number three, Tricep kickbacks using dumbbells, four times 12. Number four, Arnold press using dumbbells, four times 12 to 15, depending how many you can do. Um, number five, lateral, lateral arm raises. Um, and you could do eight to 10 because those are a little bit more challenging. Number six, tricep extension using the cable bar, four times 12 to 15, depends how many you can do. This is my favorite tricep exercise. I love using the extension um, rope for the cable bar. It's absolutely my favorite. And then straight from there, I will do face pulls because I'm using the same uh, rope to work out my shoulders for that as well. And a little bit face pulls are also for your back. So I know those are seven exercises, but I just love doing all of them. So that's what I do. 
Okay, and so for at home upper body workout, so for bicep and back, it's kind of the same. So you got bicep curl, four times 10, bent over row, four times 10 to 12. Number three, single arm bicep curl. So taking my time alternating, uh, four times 10 to 12. Uh, Number four, bent over back flies. So you just want to protect your lower back, making sure your back is straight. Um, These are a little bit harder to do, so I always recommend anywhere from eight to ten, four sets of those. And number five, hammer curls. Love hammer curls. Uh, Four times ten to twelve, okay? And then at home, triceps and shoulder workout. Number one, single arm tricep kickback. So really taking your time one arm at a time, four times twelve. Shoulder press, four times 10 to 12. Um, Overhead tricep extension, where I'll use one dumbbell, four times 10 to 15, depending how many you can do. Lateral arm raises, four times 10 to 12. Okay. Um, Bench dips, three to eight, three sets of eight, because it was a little bit harder. Um, And then Arnold press, three times six. That is for triceps and shoulders. Now, this is totally bonus. You might think I'm ridiculous for doing this. Um, but I also like to stay active if I'm going to like watch my favorite TV show at the end of the day and I just want to decompress. I actually decompress by doing some type of circuit training while I'm watching TV. I just feel better. Um, especially if I've been sitting there for 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, I got to get up and move. But I don't want to miss my show. Um, so what I'll do is I'll do like 10 squats in front of my couch. So I'll do like pretty much box squats. Um, and then I'll walk in place for 10 seconds and then I'll hold a plank for 10 to 15 seconds. And I will repeat that for like four or five rounds and then be done. Cause it'll only take a couple of minutes, but I love it. And I'm not kidding. Just by doing body squats, my legs are sore today. So, um, and then walking in place, getting in more steps for the day and then holding a plank, working out my core. So you can get in a little mini circuit training while you're watching TV. So it doesn't even feel like you're doing anything. And it's, it just feels good getting that heart rate up for about five to 10 minutes. So now I am sharing my workout schedule that I enjoy and look forward to doing. So I hope this was helpful for you. If you're trying to be healthy during your pregnancy, again, make sure to talk with your doctor before starting any workout plan. Start at the lowest weight possible. And if you feel like you could do more weight, slowly add to it, but don't start off crazy with like a heavy weight, especially if you're pregnant. Okay. So if any exercise doesn't feel good, it hurts your back or your shoulder or your hip, stop doing it immediately um, and substitute it for another exercise or really find like a YouTube video uh, to, because uh, so many people have all demos on like every exercise and how to do it in proper form. So check out a couple of them, making sure you have proper form. Um, that's what I had to do when I was first learning all this new language about exercises and form, I, I mean, it was YouTube constantly at the gym. It took me like two hours to get a workout in because I'm like, what's a, what's a hammer curl and what's a bent over fly? And so I had to like look at it and somebody explain, okay, make sure your back is this way and these are the weights you use. So it's very important to educate yourself. Um, and again, this is even a great workout routine, even if you're not pregnant, because you got two body parts that you're working, Okay. And you can knock it out in like 30 to 45 minutes, okay? So, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, I am doing a giveaway. So, if you have just one second, I would love to hear your feedback on our podcast channel. So, please leave a review 
on what you think about the show. What were your favorite moments? What did you learn um, here on the podcast app on Apple or Spotify? I would really appreciate it. And for double entry, share your favorite episode on social media and tag me, whether it's in your story or on your page. Um, you'll be entered in a giveaway drawing for a $10 Starbucks gift card or a bandana's gift card. You decide which would you prefer if you want. So have an awesome day. And remember, your life isn't about following a diet plan. It's about creating the best and most enjoyable life imaginable. So if you need help creating a workout plan or you need help being consistent and accountable with your weight loss goals or both, I would love to help you get slim and fit. I do have limited availability. So if you're ready to get started, visit thedietdogjeffcity.com to get started or email me, tanyaburton at thedietdoc.com.